as I was praying about this this morning, I kept thinking, I don't know if you guys really enjoy art. Some of us are into music. I was with a guy yesterday um, who, uh, who was doing some of the work on one of our, our builds that we do, you know, one of our projects. And I found like this new mechanic because finding a good mechanic is hard, you know, and some play you and you put something in and you take it away and the bits are missing rather than actually fixed. So you gotta really know who you're dealing with. But this guy, I got to talking to him and uh, I just asked him what he was about, you know. He made me feel really old because he goes, yeah, I'm a 90s boy. I was, or 80s, I love 80s music. I said, oh, okay. I said, when were you born? He goes, 1990. I was like, oh my goodness. I was way back in the 70s. I was, I was like, I'm like your Lolo here. But, um, but the thing is, <clears throat> he started to talk. I said, so what else do you like to do? You know, you're obviously good at your job, you're skilled. You know, and I said, that's really impressive. <clears throat> he goes, I like to DJ. I was like, oh, wow. So do you use uh, computers? You know, like modern DJs nowadays is computers and discs, right? My, and back, in, back in my day, it's all vinyl. So I was like, oh, man, I love vinyl. He goes, no, I, I mix with vinyl. I was like, whoa, you still mix with vinyl? He goes, oh, yeah, it's a live thing. So he goes into competitions, and uh, he's skilled. You know, because a vinyl mixer, have you guys ever been in the kind of dance or hip-hop scene, and, and they're mixing track to track? I mean... I'm showing my age, but yeah, back in the day with the hip hop, you'd put like jazz and, and a classical track and you mix it with a fat beat and then they would be mixing it and there'd be an MC and the vibe and the energy. But if you were, if you were bad, if your timing was a little bit off, the whole crowd would go, would just like almost throw things at you. So you had to be really skilled. And to be that skilled, you've got to practice. So the guys that I used to work with, I used to work in the music industry would, um, when you spoke to them, the ones that were really good, that you, when they would, would, they would perform, you're like, wow, you gotta be so talented. You're a natural, man. And then you talk to them, and they're like, man, I spend eight, 10, 12 hours a day doing my thing, practicing my work, doing my art, you know, working my skill. You know, so like a guitarist, you know, they say you gotta do like 10,000 hours of anything properly before you can say you're any good at it in any sport or anything. You know, and that's a bare minimum. Those that are professionals, if you look at like uh, NBA players, because uh, right now it's the NBA season, so obviously I'm always watching those guys. Um, but I, it always blows my mind, before the games, after the games, those that are the leaders of the team are the ones shooting the most, studying the game the most. So you'll see when they're on a on a bus, um, like there's a guy called Damian Lillard who plays for the Portland Trailblazers. He's probably only, he's probably one of the shortest guys on the team, but he's their captain. And he is an unbelievably skilled player. He's, he's, his handles, his shots, he shoots from like his grandma's house. He shoots from so far away and he makes it. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's that guy, he can drive. The crazy thing is, they showed a clip of him. Now he's really good, right? And he could ride on that. But when he's on the bus going to the next game, he's studying the previous game and other games. He's studying other players. He's studying and honing his craft, right? And you think, why is that? Well, because he wants to be excellent. He obviously has a skill, a gift. He's got a talent. But that talent wouldn't be where it is if he wasn't crafting it, if he wasn't making a skill. And God actually works in much the same way. He chooses sometimes obscure folks why? Because they're the ones that have put the time and the effort in 
to skill themselves up when they're faithful. So it could be anything. You could, it could be in sports. It could be in the arts. It could be in the business world. God chooses those that have the heart. Because to do what, what you do well, but then do it excellently and with passion, you've got to have a heart for it. You've got to invest. You've got to be excellent. It's like we talk about, right? We're always trying to push in the media world. Like, let's be not just what everybody else is doing, but let's find innovative ways to move forward. Imagine in the same in the architectural industry and in the business here. So God works in much the same way. Do you know that your efforts of being skilled and skilling yourself can be if you choose to do so as worship unto the Lord? I want to read this part in Exodus, the building of the tabernacle. Moses chooses certain folks in Exodus 36, but actually God is the one that chooses the folks in Moses puts them to work. So in this, in this little section I'm going to read, God chooses those that are excellent in certain crafts because he was very specific, actually this is really architectural anyway, in constructing the tabernacle. He had certain dimensions, certain materials, all the building materials, the programs, the way to do it was very specific. He had a plan. Now to make that plan happen, he had to find the people that were faithful in, in, in skilling themselves up to make God's big picture happen. So for example, a curtain maker. I like, for one of our bikes, I put a leather seat on there. It's so hard to find a good leather craftsman here. They can do shoes and sew them up, but to be able to do a saddle is a whole nother skill, or to be able to make a bag is a whole nother skill. It needs somebody that's amazing with the needle and the thread and understands the way leather works and has spent hours, thousands of hours, if not years, honing their craft. Now God, see the, 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 the reward for faithfulness in your craft is God's presence. And you'll see that in this. So before God chooses these guys, they were curtain makers. They were builders. They were craftsmen and women in their fields, but they weren't involved in the building of the tabernacle yet. But when the time came, they were ready. So let me read this to you. Uh, actually, in uh, Exodus 35, verse 30. And, the, and I believe this will encourage you guys, because everyone in here is a skilled craftsman or woman of some sort. We all have a skill and a gift. I want to challenge you to be excellent in it, in worship unto the Lord, thinking, I'm gonna, if I give this to God, it will be maximized. It'll be put on the greatest stage that I couldn't even put myself in. Little old Dame Lillard, who's only six foot one among seven foot towers, is a giant amongst giant men, even though he's not, because he worked his craft. Well, I'd like to say that if you would work your craft in glory towards the Lord, wherever you've come from, whatever your past, whoever you think you are, if you trust God with your destiny, you will do things that you couldn't ever dare to dream or imagine. That's the truth. Because God says, I will take you. I have a plan for you. That's way bigger than you could ever hope, dream, or imagine. Be it in your work, in your relationship, your future, whatever it is. So here, the craftsman. There's a guy called Bezalel and Oholiab. I don't know that we've ever heard of these guys before or after. Obscure people come out of the woodworks. But what, why have they been chosen? Because why? Because they're faithful. Then Moses told the people of Israel, this is verse 30 of chapter 35. The Lord has specifically, the Lord specifically chosen 
Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Ur of the tribe of Judah. The Lord has filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of craft. The Lord chose these guys because they were faithful. The result of which is what? They were filled with the Spirit, the very presence of God, and increase in their skills, crafts, and abilities. So if you want to be the best, you can do it yourself. You can get to a certain degree. I believe everyone has that capacity. But if you want to be who God has made you to be, who knows you better than you know yourself, then we need to serve him in our skills. Whatever it is, if you're learning to sow, sow with all your might. Because there comes a time when your name will be called. And you could be Bezalel or Oholiab. Nobody hears of you and you come out of nowhere like in a basketball game. Almost the sixth man. Who is this guy? He's suddenly draining threes. They say always live ready. If you're not in the first five, be, you best be ready because the coach might call on you. Kevin Durant left last night with some weird calf injury. Now the coach is calling on others. They need to live ready. But to be ready, you've got to be skilled. But the, the glory of this is God giving him great wisdom. So if you're seeking wisdom, knowledge, YouTube is not the only place, or Wikipedia, or Google. That's a nice byproduct, but you can go straight to God for that wisdom. He can give you amazing ideas that are not even done before. For you designers, if you guys want to have the greatest design ideas, why not try and trust the Lord with your mind and your heart? And let Him give you those designs for media, for everything. The ability and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. Is he saying he's skilled in preaching and praying out loud in the middle of the streets? He's not, is he? Worship is right here in the workplace. A skilled craftsman or woman. This is where church is at. God chose them, not because they were the best orators, the best speakers on a church on a Sunday or in a youth or in an event or in a buhi club or at an outreach event. What I want to encourage you guys with is you can walk your church Christian life daily in the skills right here, and God sees it. He sees your heart in the smallest details, and that's what I think is powerful. So if you change your mindset like a paradigm shift, this is my worship, but you remember you're doing it unto the Lord, then you can receive the blessing as unto the Lord, right? He'll give you his presence, his wisdom, his abilities. He is skilled in engraving, in all kinds of gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. So not only did this dude, Bezalel, become good at one thing, he became good at all these things that he put his hand to faithfully. And the Lord has given him both, and Ohiliab, son of Emlech of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach their skills to others. So God is giving you a responsibility not only for yourselves, but if you would trust God with your skills and your abilities and your talents, he's going to make you a leader. A good leader is one that's submitted to God first. A good leader is one that says, by God's grace, by God's power, I am skilled at these things, and I worship him through my skills day in and day out. So God has seen me. God has noticed me. And therefore, God elevates you because God then says here, he's given him both uh, the ability to teach their skills to others. 
So everyone here wants to be able to pass something on, right? Do we not? In our family or in our friendships, if you're married and with kids. Like for me, I want to pass things on to my children. I want to pass things on to those whom God is getting me to run with. Whatever I have, I want to give because I figure that's the best way to be successful. It's when as a team, as a unit, we're all rising up. Do you notice in the world, when, you, when somebody starts to rise up, they want to tear each other down? Isn't it the opposite? Right? The world wants, and then you feel that, right? If you start to do well, somebody wants to tear you down. Because it's the spirit of jealousy, not the spirit of love, joy, and peace. Not God's wisdom and patience. See, I want to challenge us. In your craft here today, whatever it is that you're doing, if you would remember that God sees and you would do it as worship unto him to be the best so that he could give you his wisdom, his skills, his ability, so you would be an expert in whatever area you're in, so that when the time comes and your name is called to build something amazing for his glory, you're chosen and ready. And not just that, but he elevates you so that he says then you have the ability to teach others. The Lord has given them, verse 35, special skills as engravers. The Lord has given them these. You've got to remember the Lord in all that we do, right? If you would dare to even test this, and say, okay, I'm going to dedicate my skills. I'm going to worship you with this. Has given them the skills as engravers, designers, embroiders in blue, purple, and scarlet thread on the fine linen cloth. And they even weave it with all kinds of like goat hair and all kinds of stuff. The building, I mean, it's like the, the building materials were, were lavish. And then the people of Israel, I'm not going to read the rest, right? They excel as craftsmen and as designers. I think this is for you guys especially. Well, for all of us. We're all media, marketing, architectural, designing kind of people. We're arty. Some people would say, you're an arty, farty person. You like arts and crafts. You like to design, make music and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. God has given you that desire. And more than that, God has given you that talent. Now, are you willing to submit it to the Lord and be faithful in honing your craft, putting your hours in, being faithful to your, to your bosses, to the leaders, that are in your life. And so I will give you the best, not because just because it's good for you, but because it's what God requires of me. So that God would then give me, my result is this, the Spirit of God came on these two obscure men, Bezalel and Oholiab. And at the time, he chose them. He said, God chose these two for the building of something precious to the Lord, the tabernacle. There's a purpose much bigger than what you think. And then if you want to be elevated, serve God, because then God will give you the ability not to just be a good leader, but the ability to impart, to disciple, to teach. So therefore, to be elevated as a good leader, we submit to the Lord first. We submit our skills, and we work hard. You be a Damien Lillard. You be a whatever it is. Whatever your passion is that God has given you, do it as unto the Lord, and trust Him in it. But it's a challenge because if you want to do it as unto yourself, you will get to a certain degree, but you won't get to the place where God says, greater things have I got in store for you than you can even hope, dream, or dare to even imagine. I think all of our imaginations are pretty good in this room. My imagination runs wild at times. And then I think, man, but God is even beyond that. That's unreal. So what I can't even hope or dare to dream, I think, just think of that statement what you could ever hope or dare to dream about what you want to become. 
the skills as a person, God has something so much greater. And it starts with the heart and submission to him today. And it starts in the everyday bits. This is church. This is worship. I want to help you guys understand that this is what God, this is who God chooses. The obscure in life who are faithful in investing their time, skills, and energy into worship to the Lord with everything that they have in their hands, the crafts, your silver, gold, your diamond, whatever it is, your goat's hair that you're weaving today, whatever it is that you're doing in life, do it as unto the Lord. I challenge you, he will give you his presence. God's love is here. He says, come, there's an open invitation. There is no like closed door or man, I'm a little selfish. I don't know if I can even trust you, God. Well, then try him. It says his word will never return void. When we put him first, he will be found faithful in your life, regardless of the circumstance you're in. But today I'm talking specifically about skills, who you are, what you're doing. Be excellent at it, but do it as worship unto the Lord. And it'll be so much greater than you could ever hope to dare dream or imagine. Amen? So I know it's Friday. We've got like a thousand different things going on in our minds. We wake up. I'm sure a lot of you have woke, woken up this morning, uh, much like many others, with things worrying in your mind, right? My wife is so good at like, like she, I'll wake up and I'll just be like this and she'll go, be still. I'm not said anything, but she can see my eyes are like, beep, 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 everywhere. Like I'm thinking about this, that, this, that. And she goes, you know, trust in the Lord, rest in his presence. He'll give you the strength. Basically, put him first. Come into his presence. Trust him with all of these. Because, I, you know, just like you, I'm sure we're all the same. I want to be excellent at what I'm doing. Right? Do we not? Otherwise, what's the point of getting up in the morning? Okay? But God is saying, I have something even more than you could ever think is good. But it starts with worship. It starts with worship to him coming to his presence. And then whatever you do, don't lose sight or heart or mind of him in it. When you're doing a crazy design, when you're thinking about it, and say, God, help me. God, this is worship to you. I'm going to do even better. When, I'm, when I feel like cutting corners, when I feel like, you know, cheating or, or whatever, say, no, 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 I'm going to submit this to the Lord. I'm going to be excellent at this because it's worship to God, not just good for those around me. Because God will elevate you, not man. Right? When people try to grab you and, and, and claw you down, bless them. Because your hope is not in them, but it's in the Lord, if you really trust Him. Right? So if you, if you bless them, God sees that. He says he, saw, he chose these craftsmen for His work, for the building of the tabernacle. I believe each one of us here today, I want to tell you this, God has chosen each and every one of us, each and every one of you, for this time today, if you would believe. Each one of us has a walk that no other man or woman can walk for you, that only God has for you and him. It's, it's a romance, it's a depth that only God has. And if you're willing to come after him, he is more than able and willing to open his heart. And all the treasures of heaven are here for you. Any peace, any joy you're lacking, any rightness of standing in life. You're thinking, I'm not sure my life is standing right. Trust in God in it. There's no judgment in this room, right? 
Who are we to judge one another? <laughs> I, I'll tell you now, I will not be a, a judge to any of you here. Because that's a scary place. But what I am here to tell you is I'm showing you that there is light and truth and love. And there is hope and there is a future if you will trust in God fully. And hone your skills. Be a Kobe Bryant. Be a Michael Jordan. I know I'm using basketball terms. I don't know what other people's are into. But whatever it is that you're into, be the best at it. But do it as unto the Lord. Trust him and he will elevate you. Amen? So if you want to look that up today, if you get a chance to read it, read Exodus 35 and 36. I only, I only, yeah, I only read the last part of Exodus 35 about God choosing, choosing two pretty obscure folks. But the, the, the greatest reward today, guys, and you can get it today. This isn't like uh, a later option, but this is right now. If you will honor God with your skills and your talents, and you will hone it as worship unto him, the reward is this, his presence. His spirit was upon these men. And he granted them wisdom and extra abilities and skill sets. So if you're lacking something, you don't need to keep going to YouTube or Wikipedia or Google, okay? Go to God. He may tell you to go to YouTube and get you some skill bits. Doesn't matter. Or to university or whatever it is. But all wisdom comes from the Lord. He's the, if you think about it, he's the greatest architect, the creator of the heavens and the earth. We can trust that. He has a plan that's greater than we can ever hope, dream, or imagine. The reward is his presence. That means his presence is the source of all life today. Everything that you need is in his presence. To so take a moment today when you're skilling yourself up or you're working, do it as a worship unto the Lord. It takes two seconds to decide, is it for me or for God? It's just a mindset, right? When Talia's doing her like, like ninja SEO work, right? And she's like a karate chopper SEO worker online. If she thinks in her mind, I'm just doing this to be good at this, but it's one thing. If she says, I'm doing this as worship unto the Lord so that I am skilled and excellent, God will bless and honor that and increase your skills, Talia. It's the same for all of us. Amen? So that's my encouragement for today. I pray it encourages you. Please read Exodus 35, 36, especially you architects in here. Actually, and into 37, they go into the building, the ark. It's the whole architectural diary. You man, I'd love for you to break it down for me. I mean, I, I kind of just gloss over some of the building specs, you know. But for you guys, you're probably like a machine. Oh, yeah, I get it, you know. Um, it's, it's fascinating. Everything you need is in the Word. Everything is, the Word is Jesus. He became life. The Word was Christ. Word was God. It's in Him. Amen. So let's pray.